What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are an entertainment manager helping some of your favorite uh, favorite artists and reality stars get to their next level, and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, D-Mac. How you doing? I'm fine. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure to be here with you this evening. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking my call and making some time for me in your schedule. No problem. No problem. Tell me, what are you most looking forward to from 2023? Um, The most thing I'm looking forward to in 2023 is to see um, that my artist's hard work has come into fruition because uh, like I uh, talked to you a little bit he uh, was signed uh, a couple months ago to and uh, a new label out so now he's getting you know his feet wet and he's getting ready to you know take off and uh, really get out there into the industry so the world can know who BLAQ really is that's so awesome congratulations to the both of you guys thank you thank you very much Absolutely. What are you most looking forward to leaving behind in 2022? Um, The most thing that I'm sure anybody, like my uh, business is boss up, better off self-sufficient. I'm ready to like really, I'm retired military, but of course, you know, with uh, the cost of living, you know, any, even people who, you know, made pretty good money are, you know, having a kind of difficult time. So what I want to leave, back in 2023 is uh not being uh as financially stable as i would like to be i want to be able to you know relax a little bit more totally understand that i i completely see that i think we all trying to leave that behind jack roger that yes yes boss up baby got all self-sufficient hey i know that's right for the people who don't know could you inform my audience on who is dmag Okay, well, I am a 45-year-old retired military. I am a mother of uh, three that I had, and then one that is my wife's daughter, so a total of four. I'm from Florida, but I'm here in Atlanta. I moved here in 2016, and I've just kind of been uh, grinding ever since I moved uh, 
to Gwinnett County in 2017. I started managing an artist in 2020. Uh, my passion is cooking. I also have a catering company, uh, Do's Kitchen. So uh, that was what I really started with. And then um, I was supposed to be collaborating with another individual too. Uh, I do the catering and they take care of the food portion, but unfortunately right now I'm doing both. So. Okay, very nice. How did you, oh, and by the way, thank you for your service, by the way. Thank, thank you, no problem, no problem. Of course. Um, when did you discover your passion for food and cooking specifically? Uh, well, my, my grandmother raised me, so um, Dude's Kitchen is kind of to pay a homage to her. Uh, she passed in 2015, and uh, when we uh, were coming up, that's what she would call us, her dudes. Hey, dude, you know, whenever we would, you know, come around. So Dude's Kitchen, where everybody's family is kind of like uh, me keeping her memory alive by keeping her taste out there, you know, and a little bit of my taste as well, but just, you know, to give the people, you know, uh, a homely like feeling when they come to, uh, when if I'm at a pop-up shop, if I'm at a club, no matter what, you're gonna feel like a homey feeling, you're gonna smell like grandmama house. I even had somebody say that one time where I was at an event. They said, it smells like grandmama house in here. I said, okay then, I ain't grandmama, but you sure come back here and eat. <laughs> I absolutely love that. So how did you transition or accompany your cooking with your management? How did the management come into play for you? So uh, again, you know, I was uh, supposed to be collaborating and the other person was actually supposed to be dealing with the music portion. So of course, you know, I I soaked up the, you know, the gist of it because I, I was actually their manager you know they would deal with like the any incoming artists as far as listen to the music and things like that to see if it was worth us taking on the project but then you know things went left and I ended up you know holding the bag really so I had a decision to make did I want to just drop that and uh just keep moving with dude's kitchen or do I want to kind of collaborate both because anywhere you go especially when you're dealing with uh, music even if you're in a studio after, if they're in there for more than an hour, they're gonna wanna eat. They're gonna want, you know, some type of food. So with Dude's Kitchen, if my artist is going to a studio or something like that, I know they're gonna be there for more than those couple of hours, you know, I'll be there to provide the food. So we don't have to order anything. I already pre-have it cooked, set it up, and we're ready. One-stop shop, nice. you know? Very smart, very, very smart. Thank you. Of course. Were your dreams nurtured growing up or did you have to be your own cheerleader? Well, well, like I said, when I graduated in 1995, I wasn't in a position to really go to like college cause you know, it wasn't like a lot of scholarships and things back then like it is now. So I made a decision to um, join the military so I could, you know, kill two birds with one stone, help my grandmother out with my brothers and, you know, get an education afterwards, you know? so my dreams really were honestly in the beginning was to uh, be a teacher but you know that I do I ended up being a trainer in the military but not like a kindergarten through 12 type of teacher like I had envisioned as a child I ended up being a soldier and then uh, after I retired from the military I did pharmacy technology I got a certification in that and you know now I'm just kind of doing this music stuff and um, doing some like little um, 
catering stuff, uh, what do you call it, uh, meal prepping, things of that nature, you know. Sweet. What do you carry from your experience in the military into your businesses and your careers that you're stepping into now? The biggest thing I have, and I think that's why I clash a lot, is because for me it is like, I'm, I'm, if I'm, I don't know if you say bad words, I'm trying to not say bad words, but I'm trying, you know, if... Uh, <laughs> You're allowed, it's fine. Okay, well, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Feel me, there's like, in the military, it was like, we had your six, that means I got your back. You know, no matter where you at, if you look into your left, I'm looking to your right. If you look into the front, I'm looking to the back. You feel me? But unfortunately, some people take that as uh, a sign of weakness and try to take advantage of that. But when I catch it and I cut it, then I'm, I'm tripping, you know? But you know, you, you, you have to make sure you protect yourself and your energy at all times, but you have to make sure that you're loyal and dedicated to whatever it is you put your name and your face on too, so. Absolutely, I agree with that. Who's the person or people in your life that have had the most productive impact on you to this point? Well, uh, obviously uh, my grandmother. Uh, she was uh, like the, the heart and soul of every, you know, everything I did, you know, to ensure that I made her proud and like didn't get her no problems. And I know that what she taught me as she raised me was instilled. And, you know, I, I carried that on. Uh, my kids, you know, I want to make sure I set a good example for them to let them know that, you know, regardless, I'm going to be there for you. It's okay to make mistakes. I'll, you know, be, be there. But I got good kids, so I can't really complain too much about that. That's awesome. I love that. So from a manager's perspective, what makes a great artist? They have to they have to be hungry. I mean, they got to want it. They got to be able to lose that sleep. They got to be able to spend the money that it's going to take to market themselves, to get in the studio, to get some quality videos, as well as, you know, uh, keep their content up. They gotta make uh, sure that they're, they have a message. You know, everybody talking about whacking somebody. I wanna hear something different. I don't manage anybody who talking about killing. I don't, I can't do it. I don't wanna hear nothing about none of that. Cause I got brothers, I, I'm a person, you feel me? People got mamas and I just, somebody gotta step up. And even though I don't have a big, um, label or nothing like that. It, it, it only takes one voice to pass that down and be like, yeah, she's right. I don't want to hear that either, you know? And or after a while, the, the narrative will change, you know? I absolutely commend that, for sure. How long does it take you to believe in someone? I mean, the artist that I have now, I've been watching him uh, for a while, you know? And I've been just listening to different <clears throat> music that was on his page. Uh, over the the years or whatever and I just like he just his energy you know his energy like the the stage presence like you can't say you want it but then you get up there you you're mumbling you're scared you don't know the words to your song like you know you can't really you, somebody who's a beginner but they're acting like they've done it their whole lives those are the types of artists that I look for the ones that you're going to want to go get your phone on and want to get their Instagram and know who they are. 
Absolutely. How does establishing trust in a manager-artist relationship work? Well, it has to be uh, open communication. You know, I have to be transparent. They have to be transparent. We have to, you know, get our paperwork on the table and uh, answer any and all questions at that time, you know, before anything is signed. Once that's signed, you know, we do the best to stick to that contract. Of course, you know, things happen. So, you know, we maneuver um, within that. But if for me, if you keep your word when you say you're going to do something, I'm gonna keep my word as well. And when it's time to go do it, let's go do it. Don't finagle around or, oh, I can't do it this time or no, or, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta get out there. Absolutely. Now, I've seen that you have no opposition working with queer artists out there in the industry, which I love and commend because there are some incredible ones out there. Um, what made you take that risk over choosing the easier road of just going with quote unquote straight artists only? It it wasn't a wasn't a road. I mean, he it just we just clicked. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't one of the, only the other. I have three artists, and I have uh, yeah two more that I that I manage. One uh, has been a bit under the weather. Uh, he got a little sick in 2021 with COVID and it, it took its toll on him. So, you know, I've just been checking in with him. You know, we've been sharing music via, uh, e you know, online, doing online interviews, things of that nature. Shout out E-Dash, you feel me? Uh, so, you know, but he, uh, like I said, he got a little sick. So, you know, I just been working with him and we've been just marketing, you know, sharing the, the songs because he hasn't been able to get out and, uh, perform, but that doesn't mean, you know, he can't still share and keep his content and his, you know, followers up. You know, uh, I have uh, Mike Beasy, I'm a booking manager for him. So any type of um, pop outs or hosting or um, performances anyone wants to do with him, I can uh, get that together on, uh, on his behalf. And those are both uh, straight gentlemen and they all know my my bisexual he's he's uh bi not just completely queer so you know and he doesn't want to be labeled as that he wants to be an artist just like everybody else see how you did that quote unquote he doesn't want any quotes he's an artist plain and simple you know i love that i love that what are your thoughts on the current state of the entertainment industry and music specifically um, like I said in the beginning, uh, I, I want to be, the, if, if nothing else, I want everybody to know over here at Boss Up Management, it's a safe environment. We don't have to worry about ducking and dodging no bullets because ain't nobody got no beef out there in the street. So I want it to be one of, like, I, I would love for every genre that has, of our genre, that has a management or, or uh record label if you will to change the narrative if the dollar is coming and you the people who are giving you the dollar tell you to change that narrative you're going to change it but they don't want it to be changed so that's why it's it's going to be so hard but i mean it's not impossible it's just gonna it's gonna take somebody to really not love the money as much as they love their people that's what it's going to boil down to totally could you describe the moment that you would feel that you've made it as a manager? 
um, when I'm sitting out there in the Grammy audience and my artists walk up there and they holding that baby up and they're saying, shout out boss up management, better off self-sufficient. You know what I'm talking about? That'll let me know that all the sleepless nights, all the, the miles we rolled, all the, the Airbnbs and hotels we rented have all got us to, you know, this moment where those things are being taken care of by a, a, a bigger level. Absolutely. What is what's the most rewarding part of your job? Would you say to uh, see them get up on the stage and do what they love, and me to kind of fan a little bit by because I know all the words and I'm singing and I'm hyping them up too. So you know, it's just like kind of like when they rehearse when there's nobody there and we still the same way. So I just kind of get in that same little we at the house mode. You know, just look at me and we we just we just vibe. You know, just hey. Just, we're just having a good time and and all our cousins in the crowd they're joined in they kick it with us too you know that's so awesome what part of your job would you say puts the most stress on you since you do wear multiple hats uh, I would I would say um, the catering because it's more work on my body you know what i'm saying so with the management you know i just have to be able to talk to people and maneuver the room and get it get their music in front of who it gets, needs to get in front of you know it just you just have to be have a good disposition about yourself and be able to talk to people but with the catering you know you got to make sure all your pots and everything is good you got to lift that stuff you got to set it up break it down so it's a little bit more tedious than the um the managing of an artist. For sure. What would you say you feared more, success or failure? Uh, failure. I ain't scared to be successful. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely love that. What's been your proudest moment so far as a manager and as a caterer? Okay, I thought you were saying life, that'd be watching my oldest two graduate from college, that was the proudest moments. You that know? was my next question, <laughs> but go ahead. Okay, well, we'll go back to this question. I'm gonna answer that one right now. Yeah, my kids graduate from college, you know? Yeah, that was that was a big moment, you know? Congratulations, that is awesome. Four years at HBCU, so, you know, I, I wasn't yeah. straight out of high school and, you know, I had to, you know, do a little something first, but it was good for them to be able to ex just experience the college life completely, you know. That's awesome. That is awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. But uh, as a manager, um, the biggest moment I think so far has been uh, my artist Black got signed to the to the label. Uh, and for me, uh, on the catering side, it's being um, picked up again for my second uh, catering for a movie uh, set. Uh, um, high maintenance um, produ production with uh, Celeste Celeste. It's uh, and Mr. Parlay, Sir D, are giving me an opportunity to uh, come and cater once again for their up and coming uh, movie that they're going to be filming next week in the house. So, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. What keeps you up at night? Uh, my PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I say that's that's a perfect answer. Makes perfect sense. I, 
Yep, sounds about right. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh goodness, but yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I feel you. Sounds about right. <laughs> Would you prefer a bigger roster or a smaller roster when it comes to the number of artists you manage? Smaller, definitely smaller. Mm. Even if I had millions and millions of dollars to drop on them, the more you get, the less intimacy you're going to have with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want that small little, I don't think I'll take more than five, you know? But when we hit it big, you know, we, we just need our little little circle and then maybe, you know, add on photographers and, and different like things like that. But no more artists, that'll be, that'll be enough. Totally feel you on that. Do you prefer a certain type of creator that you choose to work with? Like, like, do you prefer to just work in the music space or would you prefer to like venture out and work with all type of artists to manage? Um, well, right now, this is, you know, what I'm doing. Like, I won't, I'll tell them very quickly. I'm not puffy, so I'm not in the industry like that, but I would definitely do my very best to get you in front of who you need to get in front of, but I can't rap the songs or I can't, do the movie roles because you know like I said the, my artist he also is in this movie that I'm catering so he is actor he does he's doing the um reality show so his plate is full as far as like that so I could definitely do um an acting and actors because I do have a little bit of connections in that just like I had a little bit of connections but as the time progressed I got more because I was in those types of circles so if I can help you, I will help you. We'll sit down, we'll speak about the um, specifics if that goes well with the person. Excuse me, Chad. You're fine. And if it, everything lines up to they will, they think we would maybe a good fit, then we'll try it out. And if not, then um, I actually give me 30 days and no hard feelings. God bless you. I'm going to still cheer you on, but you know, do your thing. You know? Awesome. I've had a couple artists, but you know, they everybody wants it, but nobody wants to really work hard. But mm-hmm. if if you don't work, you don't eat. Like that's just how it is. You know? Absolutely. I completely feel you on that. Um, what all are you working on now that we should be looking forward to? I know that you mentioned catering the movie and black getting signed. Is there anything else that we should be looking out for? Yeah, we, uh, Boss Up Management actually uh, getting ready to do a um, appreciation uh, show. We haven't ironed out all the details because we weren't expecting Black to get signed because I was going to kind of um, put that show slash tour, you know, around him. But now that he's on a bigger echelon, that then we're just going to see how that pans out but I am um, getting together my awards and things of that nature my uh, for any artist that's um, done a showcase with boss of management I want to show appreciation to them you know and usually they have awards where you have to nominate and they have to be voted for no I'm appreciating the fact that you took a chance on a small you know management company like myself or I'm not a promoter but I like to you know throw parties and have fun so and I, yes, I, I want to celebrate them for giving me a chance to, you know, do my thing. Absolutely. I love that. How do you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as somebody who 
kept their word, who was there when you needed them, and uh, was just a, a good person. You feel me? For sure. I love that. Is there anything that you'd like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover in our conversation today? Um, no, I don't want to get too personal. I'll say that for the next time. But you know, don't don't ever <laughs> cover because believe you me, it's, it's been a struggle. But you know, God always gets you down through that. Absolutely, for sure. My last question for you is, where can we find you and all the things that you'd like to promote? Well, I am on IG and I'm on Facebook. You know, everybody on TikTok. Um, but my IG is uh, Boss Up Management 20. My IG for uh, my catering is Do's Kitchen, D-O-O-S-K-I-T-C-H-E-N. Um, my... Uh, Facebook, Dude's Kitchen, same thing. It'll be a picture of my grandma on the Facebook page. Uh, yeah, IG is going to be me with a, what do you call it, an apron on. So, yeah, y'all, check me out. Check out the the reels. Check out the food. Check out the menu. Check out the reviews from the different people that I've had the uh, pleasure of uh, tasting my food. Um Oh, well, he don't call himself uh, cheating ass Myron no more, but when he was calling himself <laughs> that, he said, my uh, fried tacos taste like good. I don't want to say that. Word. You got to go down, all the way down to find that video, honey. I'm going to have to him. But uh, yeah, yeah. That's that the word is... on the street. That's the word on the street. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That is awesome. Now, on that note, children, that has been our show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation. And I want to extend a special, special thank you to my guest, D-Mac, for blessing the pod and sharing your story. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much. I truly appreciate the opportunity. Y'all go check out Black. Y'all go check out Mike Ble- Black, B-L-A-Q, uh, Mike Beasy Badass and Be Real Promotions, which is E-Dash. They're all on IG. That's all their IGs. All of them got hot music. Uh, everybody up. Watch what I tell you. Now you'll be like, dang, that boss up management up there. Uh-oh. You good? Blink twice, Nick. Blink twice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. That is so incredible. Congratulations to Black, to all of your artists to you for catering the movie and all the other things that you're going to have coming up this year. I look Thank forward you. to reconnecting with you and sharing your success. Anytime. If you uh, in the, you in it? I'm in Alabama, so I'm just have mercy. Right, I done got, I done right over to Alabama. Okay. <laughs> okay. And what Beyonce say? My mama, Alice, Lil Easy, whatever she say. Okay, cool. All right, child. <laughs> Well, God, I come to Alabama too. I, uh, matter of fact, my busy gonna be down there in Birmingham. You in Birmingham? I'm close too. I'm like 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 a couple hours away from Birmingham, but I'm there like okay. pretty much all the time. There's no two hour uh, ride, but we'll get it <laughs> together though. Absolutely. Okay, well, with that so being, much. of course, thank you. And with that being said, I I, I want to remind all of you guys out there listening to be real 
stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message. Be useful, but not used. And misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys. What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.